welcome back to Open School of Business. This session of fall 2021, we're continuing on on finance um, topics. And today I'm really excited to introduce you to Gunduz Osmanov, uh, CEO and the founder of Number Squad uh, Company. Uh, he has a wealth of experience in accounting and finance area. And uh, he's here today uh, to talk about uh, financial tips uh, for small businesses. And also what is very important, his journey as an entrepreneur and uh, starting up a tech company in the area of accounting and finance. Uh, welcome, Gunduz. Thank you. And thank you for the interview. I really appreciate that. Uh, so uh, to start off, I think it's very important um, to find out uh, what is your um, experience in the accounting area. And uh, as a small business owner yourself, uh, what kind of advice can you give to our audiences uh, when starting up the business in terms of their financial structure and overall approach that they should take? Sure. Um, uh, I have uh, over 15 years of experience in public accounting, and I've worked with uh, uh, hundreds of, uh, if not thousands, of small business owners. Uh, during that time, uh, I uh, figured out their challenges and uh, what they need to do. Uh, I would uh, suggest that uh, any small business owner who starts uh, uh, their business, from the beginning, they need to get um, proper advice uh, from uh, accounting, accounting prof professional and the finance professional. Uh, and uh, they need to uh, build from the beginning. So they have to get, uh, when they get this consulting, uh, they also get education going forward how to uh, they're going to manage their finances and their taxes uh, second i would advise them not uh, to control their finances to have a good control over their uh, business finances but not to go to detail to leave the work to the professional and outsource uh, their uh, finances and the tax all those ta tasks so uh, so because they have to focus on to growing their customers. They need to focus on uh, making their uh, uh, business grow, uh, but not to involve in tasks. Uh, especially I see that uh, because there are a lot of online tools and uh, many small business owners tended to use them, but when they don't have proper knowledge and they actually make it more difficult and more complicated, so uh, it's, it's better to start from the beginning with the proper advice and outsource their uh, finances and taxes to the professionals. Yes, and I think that's a very good one. Although a lot of people would ask the follow-up question, how do I know how to hire the right professional? And also, I want to be cost-effective. I want to bootstrap uh, when I'm just starting out. Uh, so... Uh, I'm sure a lot of people do like, you know, utilizing all these free tools. Um, so what is the balance there? How can they do both? Uh, in, in that case, they have to uh, 
uh, first uh, the, uh, compare the value and also uh, value that they are gonna uh, get from the free tools and the time that they are gonna spend on that uh, because time is uh, when you start a business time is the very important you need to be fast uh, but of course there are free tools available plus uh, nowadays it's actually much easier to find uh, resources online compared with uh, like 10 years before 20 years before yeah. uh, they can check the reviews they can uh, 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 look for the uh, uh, their uh, uh, the capacity of that companies uh, and the online is I think is the best way to go and uh, do the research mm, right the today world is everything online and uh, there's so That's much right. information sometimes it's really hard to concentrate um, and our audience says most of them are either already business owners and there are some who are looking into it and they already have a whole lot of experience in certain expertise that uh, they're bringing and uh, i think you're a perfect example uh, of such professional who did a lot of work in accounting arena and then decided to open their own firm and and start up a new uh, technology firm in that uh, area. So uh, the first question about that, you know, the business that you're in, what were the biggest challenges when you started? And how are they different now from, you know, 2011, when you started, and now it's almost 10 years um, uh, later. So first of all, it's great, good job that you stayed so long in that business. Yes. And obviously, a lot of us would be interested how did you overcome all these challenges to actually be in business for 10 years? Uh, I started uh, over 10 years. You are right about that since 2011. But uh, as a, I started as a Fairfax Tech Services and it was a traditional public accounting firm. And we were serving uh, individual taxpayers and also small business owners. But however, I, over the time, I realized that uh, this is not the, uh, if you want to scale your company and uh, also clients' expectations change, they uh, expect much faster and instant uh, uh, results. So in, starting from 2019, we changed the, from traditional public accounting firm to, be, uh, to build a startup as a number squad and uh, to use the uh, technology to scale the uh, business and also solve a number of problems for our uh, small business clients. Uh, and it, so the biggest challenge was the pivot. So I did the, we did the pivot here. And the, while you do, uh, when I, when I, when I, when I, what I mean with the pivot is that, for example, uh, first you have to identify uh, the problems of your uh, clients, your target customers. Uh, and then uh, over time, you change your methods. And then sometimes you also change the target customers over and over. Uh, for example, we, uh, we are now, our target is that 
we are uh, our clients are uh, usually revenues less than five million dollars. Uh, this is pivoting is very important to uh, get the uh, uh, find the right way. The second challenge was that uh, when you have an idea and uh, you have to first believe in that yourself and you have to measure that it's gonna work. After that, you I have faced a lot of uh, uh, the, a lot of uh, 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 resistance from. Uh, from the team, for example, that because I already had uh, a team and uh, you need to convince them. And then you have to build uh, a team that is gonna work on the new uh, entity, new business, uh, new startup. So finding the right people is really, really important. For example, right now, uh, as a, our uh, co-founders, we have a CTO, Nadir Shafiev. He has experience in, um, uh, uh, in uh, uh, development and uh, engineering in IT field. I have uh, Ramiz, he, he has, um, uh, he's actually PMP certified. He's a, mm -hmm. His background is in project management. So attracting those key uh, people is really important. And the uh, team is one of the key pillar of that. So finding, uh, convincing those people is important. Yes, I think it's the first number one thing. And it's very challenging because um, when you're working uh, for a company and you work with people, there's always a structure already defined. But when you're on your own and looking for people to join, then you have to think about how much salary you're going to pay them. Uh, are they going to be uh, flexible and agile like you are as an entrepreneur. So all these things you have to take in into account. Um, and uh, just out of curiosity, how did you meet and decide uh, about your team and, and your co-founders? Uh, was it like a long-term relationship before you had them go on board or um, it was more because you were interested in business together? Uh, so when I started, uh, I first checked with my network. Of course, you promote your ideas to them. Uh, and uh, you also look at their qualifications, if they are the right person for the job. Uh, so you go from there. And on the way, uh, uh, through connections or through your, uh, my old network, so I, uh, I found them, somehow I convinced them and they joined. Right. It's really important to have that network and to nurture it. And that's why I say that transitioning from a full-time job to a business can be challenging, but also as a professional, you've already done half of the work. You already have the skills and the qualifications, plus you already know the people in your area. So that's really nice. Um, and uh, if you were to, um, you know, think about it again, uh, what you've done and uh, like your journey as an entrepreneur, or what kind of advice would you give to your younger self um, in terms of uh, when you started the business? Uh 
I would say that uh, I mean nowadays most people get uh, education, uh, but I think education is not enough. Uh, they need to expose themselves in a variety of uh, uh, fields. Uh, doesn't matter what job they uh, take, but uh, that's gonna help them to find actually their dream, uh, what they wanna do, and from the any startup owner, any business owner, I think they should start with the, their whatever they they like, whatever they love to do. Uh, if that's the foundation, uh, they will uh, they will overcome the challenges much easier, and they're gonna improve themselves and get to that point. Uh, and also uh, for the younger uh, people, my advice is that not to worry about making mistakes because uh, that's how you learn. And it's actually uh, easier uh, to make uh, mistakes and to fail when you are younger uh, because uh, you, are, uh, you have less responsibilities. And it, but that's gonna teach you, teach them a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, lessons and they're gonna learn uh, a lot from that. Mm, yeah, that's true. And uh, it's just to follow up on that, like, um, I'm sure in 10 years, you've made a lot of things that um, you took as a lesson learned. And uh, can you share those lessons learned from building your company? Uh, sure. Uh, first thing I would say that uh, uh, to open to the change, like, uh, for example, uh, uh, for example, in my own, uh, as a personality, uh, you have to also like a uh, little bit improve that uh, and maybe uh, change. Uh, for example, I'm, I'm like, in, as a person, like shy person, uh, even though uh, I'm uh, good in communication with people. Uh, so you have to, for, over, I have to overcome with that, uh, with that. Uh, and it's sometimes very difficult to do it. Uh, and uh, uh, another thing is that to continuously improve, learn, to, be, to train yourself to be self-learner. Uh, so I, I try to, because as an entrepreneur, even if you don't, uh, don't have to know uh, uh, very detailed, but you have to know, have, uh, know, you have to have a knowledge of in different fields, for example, marketing. Uh, so in order to delegate your marketing tasks uh, to the right person, you have to know uh, what, they, uh, what tasks you are going to delegate. Uh, so, uh, I mean, the, the, there are like uh, some other lessons that, uh, uh, as a, uh, for example, I was like not, uh, I pushed myself to be a little bit more like risk taker because that's one of the key. That took a while. Um, I think those are the things that comes to my mind right now. Yeah. I think it's very hard to find big risk takers in the accounting arena. I think a lot of accountants are uh, more are reserved, conservative, and that's how they, you know, they keep the money on the table. <laughs> and I think, that's right. you know, I was thinking about the uh, whole history of your company, how you first did just services and then pivoted into 
uh, offering a software that would do a lot of things. And I was thinking if um, you actually had to do it from scratch, then maybe not enough capital would be uh, available because all over the years you build up enough capital that you can invest back into your business. So that's, that's an important uh, step, that, I think. That's that's very true. One of the biggest challenges of uh, starting startups actually to uh, to uh, make sure that you are going to be able to make it until you get to the break-even point it means that the money that you're going to get from the operations is going to cover your expenses. But when uh, if you are building technology and uh, uh, it's expensive. Uh, right. And you have to really also able to raise money, maybe starting from family and friends, uh, looking for angel investors from uh, VCs. Uh, that's another challenge. Mm, yeah. Do you have any uh, tips um, that you'd like to share about raising money? Uh, I mean, we are still uh, still continuously raising money. Uh, I started, of course, after my personal own personal investment, and uh, you have to just like as a, uh, when I mentioned uh, uh, finding the good team, you you have to find also people who are interested and who are going to believe uh, in your idea and to invest. So I approached to some of my uh, uh, friends and also uh, some of clients uh, and. Uh, now we are working on uh, uh, with a couple uh, uh, venture capitalists and uh, to raise more money. Right. Uh, I really hope that it works out well and uh, you'd be able to find the investor who can bring a lot of money and also a lot of knowledge and uh, improve the product. Um, so if you were to just put it in a couple of sentences, uh, what is the biggest value your company brings now with the Number Squad software? Uh, Number Squad, uh, we uh, simplified and made the small business accounting convenient by uh, minimizing the uh, business owners' involvement, but having full control of their finances and taxes in their mobile apps or web online apps uh, and uh, everything is in one place like uh, all their documents uh, there is a great document management in that plus uh, we combine all the services uh, they get uh, for example bookkeeping taxes payroll everything is in one place so they don't have to deal with different different companies uh, they don't have to uh, work with different professionals. Uh, plus, uh, we are uh, uh, we are working on the uh, dashboard that gives them not the full information about their finances and taxes, but the key information that they need so they can make good decisions about their business growth. Mm, right. That's really exciting. I think it's... Um what business owners sometimes don't think about when they're price shopping, like the convenience of having all in one and dealing with only one company, it's, uh, can really shorten the time 
and less time you spend on your budgeting and accounting, more time you spend on actual core business and attracting new customers. So um, I think that that's a really good innovation. And I'm really happy that you're focusing on the small businesses because big corporations, uh, they already have it figured out for many years and uh, they're taking advantage of all the different nice um, new technology that allows them to be more productive. So this is a really good step in terms of helping small businesses grow and become more resilient. Um, thank you so much uh, today for your um, presence and uh, for sharing information about your company and how you got to this point of owning a business and um, still growing and pivoting into uh, not only accounting services, but actually uh, a tech company that uh, can provide all these things, all the services seamlessly and uh, more cost effective. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me.